Well, it's funny you say that about when I got promoted, I went down to uh, one PP and I borrowed another guy's blouse. The summer blouses were always kind of tight, oh, yeah. right? Uh-huh. So I go down to one PP and Chief Ali's room, there was like 30 guys in there. I was late. It was like five minutes late. Uh-huh. And I had this other guy from the 2-3, I had his blouse on and the butt was stressing. <laughs> It was stressing bad, and I was like holding it in, and I came in. They were in. calling the NYPD Taylor, just in case. <laughs> NYPD ESU I, Taylor. I come, in, I come in the door, and Ali is there, and he's like, "Oh, everybody, get back, get back! That's about to go." <laughs> I was so embarrassed. I, it was like thirty guys. In the oh my god! That was, you, that was when you got promoted to first grade. Yeah. Oh, no, so, second. Oh, second. second. So you were getting some big coins. Oh, so what do you god. care, man? Ali actually was a nice guy. He was a cool dude. He was, he was a That's good funny, man. Yeah. Uh, here we are. Up in Austin, New York, the Palatial Estates. <laughs> I love me, that. Mark DeMeo, I love my that Palatial Estates. Bill Cannon. <laughs> We're here, gathered together once again for Police Off the Cuff. Um, this week, uh, we have one of our favorite guests here. Um, we want. He's a, he's gonna uh, in the future. He's gonna be one of our regulars, right, Bill? I don't know. We people. We, he has a fan base. I know. I Women know. tell me they. I want to see Detective Pat. I, know, I love his voice, but now they're gonna see him. They may be no. no. <laughs> <laughs> All the girls are like, I want to see. What oh, I love that. I Even some guys are like, I love that voice. <laughs> <laughs> Can't shake it. <laughs> you know, all I imagine. Detective Pat, jump in, man. Don't What's up? How are you guys? You got to get a little closer to your mic there. You know, I imagine there was Fleet Week. Uh-huh. And I just imagine Detective Pat squeezing guys. into his naval outfit, the white naval outfit <laughs> with that? that little navy cap, and, you know, putting his, yeah. <laughs> putting his NYPD shield around his neck and going to all the gin mills and trying to drink OTA, you, you know? I was also in the Navy, but I'm also retired. Uh, yeah, I'll take, <laughs> Double dipping. I'll take a Brooklyn lager and a shot of Jameson's. <laughs> and, of course, OTA. Don't think of touching this 20. Uh, request permission to come ashore. Right. Remember that one? That's right. Oh my God! That's right. When you go to Myrtle Beach, do you put the shield around your neck? You go to Jim Mills yeah, there. I got a windbreaker too. Yeah. Oh, you got the NYPD windbreaker. You wear it down in Myrtle. Holy! Does it work? The radio. There's a whole team of them. Yeah. Oh my God. No, Central. I'm responding from South Carolina. I'll be about seven hours. I'll take a pastrami on right. Give me another shot of Jameson's. Oh my God. <laughs> you missed that traveling uh, when you were on the job uh, going on cases? Oh, yeah. That, that was, was fun. fun right? Yeah. What was it like? We had a couple of good cases. Remember that one up in Connecticut with the uh, that homicide case? Well, you got the state police. You got them a confession. You talking about that one? No, the guy that we were chasing. Oh, oh Mundo and Doggy. Yeah. Yeah. Willimantic, Connecticut, one of the nicest places on this earth. <laughs> yeah. The guy ran... Uh, well, we, we had, like, a couple of different locations we were checking out, and then one of the detectives was in front of the house, and the guy was walking down the block, and the female detective turns around. She goes, yo, Mundo. <laughs> and the guy looked at her, and he was like, oh, shit, she's from the 2-3. <laughs> he turned around, he started jetting down the block, so she starts chasing him with the cops from up there. Uh-huh. And... um he runs into the middle of an intersection. There's like a 400-pound girl sitting in the car with her baby, and he tried to rip her out of the car. She was pregnant. Yeah, he couldn't he get to her car. Jack the car. So horrible. Yeah. He couldn't get her fupa past the steering wheel, <laughs> and that gave the cops time to grab him, and we grabbed him up That's at that right, point. That's right, the Connecticut State Police. They were pretty good. He tried to do State a car jacket. The fupa. <laughs> do people, does our audience know what fupa means? Do we have to give a, oh an explanation? God. So wait a minute. Did she get her out of the car? He didn't get her out of the car. No, no. She's still in the car. <laughs> <laughs> so then... Uh, but we got, we got we caught Mundo, though. But you got the collar, right? Yeah, we got yeah. him. He was one of uh, two perps that did a double murder on East 101st Street. Mundo. How do you spell that? M-U-N-D-O. Raymond Mundo. What did she say to him? What she saw him? She's like, yo, Mundo, over here. And he turned around. He started doing the felony flea. And he was chasing him. He had his felony flyers on. But before we, cha- we Mundo walked by, we went to his sister's house. Uh-huh. That was his sister's house. And we knew he was there because we had the cell phone pinging. Where was you know? this, in Connecticut? Willamette, We were up by Rhode Island. Yeah. So... We asked her when we knew, you know, uh, I love to watch someone lie when you know what the, you know the truth. 
And we he were like, took one look at her. He knew he, she was from the two three, right? Yeah. Yeah. The entire Bronx lives in Willamantic, Connecticut. <laughs> yeah. Really? That's it's their, unbelievable because supposedly they have excellent. They've actually, yeah. It's their summer home. <laughs> they have ex- excellent social services. Like it's easy to get welfare and SSI and healthcare uh-huh. up there. So the entire Bronx spends their summers, I think. And it's one of the biggest heroin hubs in the Northeast. The heroin comes in and I guess it... They supply, the both worlds. they supply all of New England. Yeah. So And Mundo was a heroin addict. It doesn't sound like a bad case. place to live. We said to Mondo's sister, have you seen your brother? I just heard brother? that Cuomo's going to uh, try to pass recreational marijuana I in New saw York that. State. They're pushing this hard week. on that, yeah. Wow, that'd be awesome, man. If you own property upstate, land. <laughs> no, I'm talking, you're going to be able to sell that at a, at a, oh my, at a premium. You think I should turn my palatial estate into a marijuana Level field? <laughs> Level this house? And just Me get, and you together. Uh-huh. He's probably going to tax Pat, it all in, crazy, right? Level this place. <clears throat> we'll sit back. We'll stay in a hotel for a couple of weeks. I'll, I'll, quadruple let me talk, your let me, money. Let me talk to my wife if she's good with quadruple that. Quadruple you your know? money. <laughs> Would you get a place in the city? Nah, I don't want to live, live in the city, city man. I've, had I a, I, I've lived in the city before. I don't like the way it's going right now. Well, yeah, it's I've seen these videos. Now Did you see that video? Pricing? Did you see that video? There's a guy, an EDP, a mostly disturbed person for our audience. He's on the train, holding up the whole train during rush uh-huh. hour, right? The crowd is getting nuts. Two EMS guys from FDNY. They obviously don't want to put their hands on him because everything's being videotaped and they don't want to touch him. So they're just entertaining him. <laughs> this big black dude with dreads, he's about 6'6", six, six, goes and grabs the guy, just throws him off the train. The whole crowd is like, yay! I mean, that's... What was the guy doing? He was just EDPing out and, uh, and, and holding up the whole train. I saw, I saw one the other day, the guy <laughs> was taking a dump out. on a train. You see that one? Un- yeah, it's unbelievable. Which one? The guy was taking a dump on the train the other day. Yeah, Somebody was filming it's it. It's disgusting. On the train or in between the cars? No, on the train. Oh, that's disgusting. You know, oh, all, all of the you gains... You can do it in between the cars, but... <laughs> all of the gains that we've <laughs> made... on the train, that's over, gross. All the gains we've made over the last 20 years, you know, with, with Comstad and broken windows policing, is going out the window with this mayor. You know, it's like... There's homeless people all over the place. It's like L.A. Pretty soon there's going to be tents. You ever see L.A.? They actually have tents oh, yeah. pitched on the sidewalks. It's incredible. Well, they just passed the thing in L.A. where they want to give out health care to immig- illegal immigrants. Yeah, that's great. That's excellent. So now they're going to be moving there in droves. I'm going to move to and Honduras then, uh, and see California. if I can get free health care in Honduras. Their they're, they're homeless population is insane over there. Yeah. So now you're going to even, they're going to have it even more. Probably double it now. It's crazy. You should just let them do whatever they want. If it's a free piece of land, fuck it. Take it, man. Build your own tent, your house, whatever. Make it yours. <laughs> Seriously, bro. That's basically what Figure they're doing. Figure out how to get water. Yeah. It's bullshit. If you can create it, why not? I saw this dude. He created... Um, he would take uh, milk cartons. Not cartons. The, the white ones. The plastic ones. And he was just... Uh, I don't know what the fuck he would do. I fill them up with water, whatever, and they cover them. And he made, he, he made this raft, and it just kept growing and growing and growing until it was like an island. <laughs> it, it could float away, nice. could, and he would attach it to a piece of land. And he built his house on top I of that. I saw that stuff. Yeah, that's crazy. And then the, there was a know. storm, and it fucked him up. <laughs> fucked his house. Did he have a sail on it? island, everything. He was gone. <laughs> Next thing you know, he's on mainland again collecting fucking bottles. He's going down the uh, East River, right? <laughs> I'm surprised more more people don't do that. Like, wouldn't it be great if you could um, just if you could have a boat and just like dock it like anywhere around Manhattan? Like they had places you could dock your rowboat. You, you go from Queens. Just well, look. You ever see the 79th Street boat basin? There's some really bad boats there. I wonder how they get in there to to like basically live there. What an address, right? Yeah, I live in 79th and Riverside. Yeah, yeah. And I have a boat have that's worth over. about four grand. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Have that all over. You got a boat detective, Pat? No, no. How about in the Dark, bathtub? You play with, <laughs> with some boats in the bathtub or what? My cousin's got a boat. You know my oh, cousin, yeah. right? His, his cousin's a super buff. He's got a 52-foot police it's, launch. It's an ex-NYPD. Yeah, a launch five, it's called. Uh-huh. It looks like an you know, old time from like the, I don't know, what year, 50s, 60s? Yeah, it's like that older. color. See that arm pay? Yeah, Same color that color. That. Yeah, and he, he yeah. drives all around the Hudson River as a Coast Guard auxiliary, oh, saving cool. people. Yeah, That's cool. No, it was a great story behind it, though. It was named after a cop that got killed in the 9th Precinct in 1965, right? And, I don't know uh, exactly, Henry, yeah, but I know Henry that. Wahlberger. That's right. That's the guy's name. 
the whole big history about the boat. It's Not cool to be story. confused with the Harvey Wallbanger <clears throat> drink that's vodka, orange <laughs> juice, and Galliano. You ever have one of them? The Harvey no, Wallbanger? Gal- what is Galliano? Galliano's that. Like that liqu- you ever see that weird liqu- bottle? It's a, like a, a, a yellow yeah. color. Yeah, yeah. That's Galliano. Sounds good. We got to have a show one time when we have some drinks. <laughs> No, we do. Well, we are sitting we, at the no, bar. We, gotta, we well, should do like a summer, a, a summer bar- barbecue show. <laughs> really, a summer barbecue show. We'll have Detective Pat. Cool. Detective Pat. And we we'll, film we'll, have to, we'll have to, we'll have to, we'll have to get we, some sponsors. You like, see the video Andrew did with his dad? No. Like that, we film it from a long shot. Yeah. So you can see Andrew's feet. My, my son has a drone. We could shoot it from Andrew a drone. Andrew has the nicest oh, feet. Oh, cool. Yeah, cool. that would be really cool. You got to get them on tape, Andrew. I'm doing a surveillance job. Can I borrow it? <laughs> Yo, tell, tell, tell us about how to operate it first. What about the Connecticut thing, man? That was interesting. Oh, we were I'm, down, about I'm, that. I'm that, down at the house. We're uh, house it. Well, tell us. Tell what's the story. The story? What's oh, the story with the, uh, the, the Connecticut mother, the mother guy, the of Greeks. five. The mother of five that's missing. Yeah. Apparently, the guy killed killed her in the garage over there in New Canaan. Do you know what's her last name? Uh, Dulos. Dulos. And the, the guy, the husband's Greek. That sounds yeah. like a Greek name. Is he a yeah. diner owner? I don't know what he is. He's up in... Uh, <laughs> well, the other girl that he was uh, supposed to be having a relationship, she was Greek too, right? I'm not sure. That's Greek to me. No, the name sounds Greek. Yeah, I don't know. I'm pretty sure. And she was she was some type of uh, involved politically? What the hell was she? Or, I think she has uh, international uh, ties. I forget exactly what her career was, but she got bailed out right away. 500K. 500K? She has yeah. money from somewhere. Wow. I yeah. she did. She's not a reporter, right? Or some no. type of journalist? Yeah, I think And it's got to be politics or something. I forget what she... Or whatever she did, she was uh, successful at it. Anyway, well, tell they're, us they're, the they're story. Both, they're both from a lot of money. They both have a lot of money. The missing girls... But he got a high-powered lawyer, right? Yeah. The missing... Uh, Wife, she her parents had a lot of money too, you know. Wasn't he into the, uh, the his wife's parents for a few mil or something? Yeah, yeah, because uh, yeah. he used to borrow money because he was a builder and he built these custom homes up there in Connecticut, and he used to borrow money off of the uh, father-in-law. But I heard there's a lawsuit now because he welched out on the uh, the payment. He never paid the guy back, but in the interim, the guy died. The father. Oh, he did. So. You know so- what's interesting is that uh. They they had a big legal battle. The, their divorce was. Um, oh yeah, I think it was covered in the local for two news. years. Yeah, yeah, it was. So usually, if you're already like that high profile of a divorce, it sounds unusual that you would you would still kill your wife. Do you know what I'm saying? Like obviously you'd be the first choice. So, Maybe oh, yeah. he saw no other way. You know. What do you mean? How could you not see? He's Everybody's got no gonna money. go to you right away. Everybody knows you're getting divorced. People always, people always think they can get away with it. It's like Dan Bibbin, that uh, that doctor that threw his wife out the pl- airplane when he was uh-huh. flying over the Atlantic Ocean. He yeah. thought he was going to get away with it too. But that you know? was the uh, trial without a body, right? Yeah, yeah. that's what this might. This turn could into. be, yeah. Did Dan Except get a conviction they had, on that? Yeah, or? he did. Except Very they nice. have more um, physical evidence. Wasn't there blood in the garage and blood on yeah, the car? Yeah, and there was blood. They got him on video dumping all the clothes and stuff an hour north in Hartford in uh, dumpsters, like 30 different containers. Like oh, my God. Cleaning agents, her bloody clothes. Him and his girlfriend were dumping it up there. And they must have cell site information on it. Yeah, them. they got cell site. Yeah. For our audience... Uh, when you have a cell phone, it just has to be on, and you're traveling, it hits different cell sites, so they can prove he was somewhere like, at I like a when he does that, time. explain it, because sometimes I'm the audience. I'm like, really? <laughs> Is that you know, what it does? Sometimes people will say, why are you telling everyone how we do it? I said, that's been out of the bag for years. Yeah, everybody knows. Everyone Every, knows that Everybody now. knows the word yeah. ping. Yeah. Well, his, his phone wasn't hitting in, in uh, New Canaan, though. His phone didn't start hitting until... There, that's how they, it led them to that area where okay. the uh, clothes were. They, fit, the they clothes. found the clothes? Yeah. Wow. Wow. But they were checking the landfill for like a week, too, because some of the, uh, the stuff that he dumped was already picked up and brought to a landfill in Hartford. Wow. It's amazing <clears throat> the way these cops work, man. These detectives You never did cases. this stuff, huh? I, I, was, I, was, I was on the peripheral. <laughs> you know, you go, you stand in and say, we to go knock on this door or go to that dump and see, you know. Did my what did you take your memo? Well, your, remember uh, the um, legal pad out? What was the case? Sarah uh, Silverman 
killed by the grifters. That was uh, the 19th The Kimes. Yeah, the Kimes case. <clears throat> they never found Sarah Silverman's body. The Kimes were two grifters, a mother and a son team. They're real, real bad people. Yeah, and I'm uh, fascinated by the grifters. She had killed, she killed her, that guy in too. Kimes? He's no, a, not Kimes. The freaking detective that caught the case. Well, Re- <laughs> oh, Res- show up to the still a, pack it up. We'd we're have to go. We're, we're going up to Kaksaki <laughs> State Prison, right? Resnick ran that uh, investigation. It was run out of the 19th. Uh, oh, no, actually, was it Resnick? Or, yeah, it was Resnick. And then I think Cutter wound up uh, taking over it. But um, they never found Sarah Silverman's body. These two people were trying to steal her brownstone, right? Uh-huh. Out from under, yeah. which was worth about, right. I don't know, six, seven million dollars. They were trying to steal the brownstone. It Did happens. You? Unbelievable. Old people lose their property a lot. It's crazy, you. that case. Yeah, but I think she was a little <clears throat> smarter. Uh, Sarah Silverman then uh, what was that her correct name was it Silverman I think so yeah, yeah. and that uh, they, they weren't able to steal from her so they killed her you know, and then, but they never found her body you see them lurking around they befriend you next thing you know either coming over checking on you making sure you're okay yeah where's your deed <laughs> <laughs> can I borrow your deed <laughs> Nice and Can soft. I have some milk and cookies and your deed? <laughs> Here's the milk and cookies. I'm oh going to go God. get the deed. <laughs> they never recovered her body. I thought no. it was out in the mental land. No, because I, I remember they were uh, getting all kinds of detectives together to go search one day. And whatever information they had turned out not to be good. They, ne- they never found her body. And then that the son, the, I forget his name, Kenneth Kimes. Some reporter from 2021 is interviewed in prison and he takes a hostage with a pen. He grabs a pen and puts it to like her neck. The reporter? In, in the prison, yeah. Really? Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. yeah. Well, so they, had, they had a little bit of a hostage situation. What did he get for that? He already had like 400 years. Oh, so I don't They have to that, have a video of that. They do. They do. It's got to be on YouTube. Yeah. Crazy. Kenneth Kimes took you. And he was such a like a little obnoxious guy. You wanted to just slap. Weren't the shit they out tied of him. into a case in California? Yes. Too? Yeah. And she killed her husband too. Oh my god. They were they were leaving bodies all over the place. You know, there's a show on Netflix called Impostors. I was watching the first season, and uh, it's about grifters like that and taking advantage and killing people. Those grifter cases are fascinating. They Those are. people that dedicate their whole lives to just stealing. There was a guy work. who was out in Montauk a couple of years ago. He used the last name Rockefeller. Mm-hmm. And he convinced all these rich people he was an heir of the Rockefellers. And then he used that to, like, borrow thousands and thousands of dollars off them and, of course, never paid mm-hmm. anyone back. Yeah, that's like six degrees of separation, too. Yeah, it's unbelievable, right? That movie with uh, Will Smith, that's what he was. Like he, he claimed that he was um, Sidney Poitier's son. And they let him into the house, in, into the apartment, and let him crash out there for a couple of weeks, months, whatever it was. Treated him like a son. <laughs> That's sort of like when Pat goes to a bar and claims to have been a detective once uh-huh. so he can drink for free all night. <clears throat> it seems to be a running theme. I got my spots I go to. Let me ask something. Do you still have your old Navy uniform? Yeah. I can't even get my armor to go. <laughs> I would take it you're a few so, pounds heavier than you were when you were a young Naval twice, officer. Twice as heavy. Twice as heavy. That's one reason to stay because... You always have to fit into that uniform, so you know oh you'll God. always be in some sort of shape. Even the the guys who are like chubby or pushing like maximum density in those uniforms, the, the, they're still holding it together for a regular person. Yeah, but except if you, if it's buttoned, that could be like a ballistic you know, missile if that you know, button saw, pops. You know? when, oh. the, when the fleet fleet we came in, I went down there because I love to look at <laughs> sailors. And, uh, <laughs> I went to check out the ship. I checked out um, the New Yorker. Nice. That's a fascinating thing. Yeah. I think that, breaks off into that's pieces. That's got steel from the Trade Center in it, right? Yeah? Yeah. Wow. Oh, I, well, the, the, but it's the, funny you say that about when I got promoted, I went down to uh, 1PP and I borrowed another guy's blouse. The summer blouses were always kind of tight, oh, yeah. right? Uh-huh. So I go down to 1PP and Chief Ali's room, there was like 30 guys in there. I was late. It was like five minutes late. Uh-huh. And I had this other guy from the 2-3, I had his blouse on. <laughs> And the button was stressing. It was, it was stressing bad. And I was like holding it in. And I came in. They were in. calling the NYPD Taylor, just in case. <laughs> NYPD ESU Taylor. I, I come in the door, and Ali is there. And he's like, yo, everybody, get back, get back. That's about to go. <laughs> I was so embarrassed. I, it was like 30 guys. In the room. Oh, my God. 
That but was, you, that was when you got promoted to first grade? Yeah. Oh, no, so, second. Oh, second. second. So you were getting some big coins. Oh, so what do you God. care, man? Ali actually was a nice guy. He was a cool dude. He was, he was a That's funny, man. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we used to do that all the time for like parades and stuff, borrow each other and then, yeah. you know. Yeah. You, I never, you don't have white gloves. I never he kept doesn't up have with a hat my, uh, device. You I know? never kept don't up with do. my hash marks. I, I, oh, I, yeah. On my uniform, I still have two hash marks. I should have had five. So you never want to get more than yeah. three. Or the other bar over here, the little white bar with the X's on it for the uh, the longevity bar. Oh, no. Remember that? My rack was too high. I didn't do that shit. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was my one bar. The longevity bar. That's the only one I had on there. You know what I used to say to these <laughs> guys? When these, no, I, but you wore it on the opposite side, then you rang. When, when, these, when these guys were annoying me, I would tell them, I said, listen, I got to go down and see the chief in uniform tomorrow. Would you go get your gun cloth and your gun oil and go polish my rack? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> like, fuck you, fuck you. Tell them the time you met Chief Anger. You didn't tell them that story, did you? You ever hear that story? No, no, oh, it's, no. it's great. I went to one PP. We had a, a meeting in the real-time crime center. So the meeting's at noon. I, get I didn't there. even know there was a guy named that. I get there at a quarter. His name is Anger? Yeah. It's the chief. So I get there at a quarter to 12. So there's this perfectly beautiful parking spot next to some DI's sparkling fucking four-wheel drive, right? So I pull it in there, this... Little bucket from uh, from the booth, from right? PP security comes running. Sergeant, you can't park there. You can't. I go, why not? He goes, Di so and so doesn't want anyone park. I go, fuck her. Oh, <laughs> Just shit. like that, right? And he goes, don't park there. I go, I got a meeting. I'm a sergeant. You're a cop. I'm going. Boom. I park the car there. He goes, you're gonna get it towed. I go, do what you gotta do, right? <laughs> So I go to the guy was like, Can I have a tow So I go to the I go to the meeting, I come out, and the car's gone. And I see this little fucking one pee pee bitch hide, <laughs> hiding in the booth, you know? Uh, and I walk over to him and I have fire. I have fire coming out of my fucking uh, ears and my eyes. I go, Where's my car? And he goes, It was towed. I go, No shit. I go, what do I do to get it back? He goes, and he's like shaking, you know, because I was, I was fucking so infuriated. He goes, you got to go see Sergeant So-and-so at headquarters security. It's on the first floor. So I go, all right. So I go up there, right? These two cheese dick sergeants have about six months as a sergeant, right? They come out, they go, oh, you're a cannon? And they start like, they start like ready to, I go, listen, motherfucker. I go, don't you even think you're going to yell at me, all right? Where do I go next? Don't you fear that? I swear, I was fucking steaming. They go, you have to go see Chief Anger. I was like, ooh, ooh. Oh, my God, I'm so nervous, right? So, so these, these buckets are like really like, yeah, they couldn't believe like that, how I had this lackadaisical attitude like, fuck you, you know? So, so I go up to the. It was a chief. Did of, you know uh, that there was a guy named that? Yeah, I did. Because oh, he never... used to work in. The, he was a lieutenant or a captain in the two O. Oh, all right. So I go up there, and he purposely makes me wait longer. You know. Uh-huh. So I, I I go. It's the chief of the uh, patrols office, and Estevilla was the chief of patrol, and Anger was his XO. So I said. I go, I'm Sergeant Cannon. I go, I'm here to see uh, Chief Anger over my car being towed. And they're like, oh, my God. <laughs> like, you don't even to see these you fucking kill? one PP buckets. And they're like, oh, my God. Like, like you're dead, you know. You're Cannon. You're Cannon. <laughs> and I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? You know? So finally he sees me. I go in his office and he's this arrogant little prick. And he goes, why are you here? I go, my car was towed. <laughs> and he goes, let me get something straight. You were told not to park somewhere, yet you did it anyway. Is that correct? I go, isn't that why I'm here? <laughs> he did not like that answer. He was like, who's your boss? Right? So I figure I'm going to get a boss that's his rank or, or, or higher. I said, uh, Chief Matarasso. No, no, who's your... You know, he didn't want a two-star because he was right, a one-star. He, <laughs> he wanted someone he could bitch slap. You know? <laughs> so I said, um, uh, Inspector Curry, I'm go- you call him, he's coming down here and he's going to explain your actions to me, right? So I'm down there and Curry's in some meeting at DBM. He, he comes in, he looks at me, he's like, he gives me this look like, you fuck, what did you do, Right. He goes in there, it turns out he knows anger. Uh, 
So he smooths it over. He comes walking out. He hands me the plaque. He goes, your car's on South and Pike or some shit. Uh-huh. Oh, it was freezing. God. So I had to walk. To, I was with Tommy Clark. I had to walk and get my car. But it was, it was a great story for CIC because I used to teach at CIC at the time. I told the story to every CIC class. And I was hoping it would get back to that little bucket that had my car towed. And I think it did. Is he still on a job anchor? Or? I, oh, I have no idea. I have no idea. But it was a funny story because even I came back to... Think uh, of the trouble that you caused, though. It was great. It was worth it just for the great right. story, man. That's no, a great story, but man, you got. And when of, I went back to the homicide squad, he's got a there, was, balls, there was a huh? picture, yeah. there was a picture on my. You would have told me that, that you can't park here. That's a di spot. I'd be like, oh okay, and I would just went and look. God yeah. bless you, man. But it was so arrogant. Like she doesn't want anyone to park next to her car. I was like, oh, oh you fuck mean uh, oh that that spot didn't belong? It belonged to somebody else. No, 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 no. It was just she didn't want anyone parking next to her spanking brand new SUV that she got from the department. Oh my god! Like oh, someone wow. was going to scratch her to something. So I was like, I'm fucking parking there. I don't know, but you know what problem you have. But you know. did, you, did you know the bucket that was in the booth? No, I didn't oh. know. Him. Some redheaded dick who sold his soul for fucking six to twos and 40 a month, you know? Oh, you think they got it right? Even if they're in the booth? No, no, no. But they get overtime and they work six in the morning to two in the afternoon and they get their 40 hours a month. Oh, so they'll, they'll sell out their mother to yeah, keep that Yeah, but they're detail. in charge of that whole block. They're that's, in charge of that's, it. <laughs> that's the whole thing. They can't let people park there. I had another incident down there, too, going to a comp step meeting. I parked in the press parking at another bucket. You can't park there. I was like, fuck you. And he, there was a cone, and I kicked the cone over. So he goes and tells the headquarters security lieutenant, and he calls it 2-3, and it was Barnes answers the phone. He goes, I don't know we got anyone named Cannon working here. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was hilarious. I was like, well, way to go, Luther. Great. <laughs> I was always getting in trouble about parking spaces, no, great, man. man. I mean, here you're going down to Comstat. They should valet your car in some little bucket that works down there. It should hold your keys. And it's so it, stupid. I mean, is. rather than address the problem and say, listen, we need, a, we need to build a parking facility for people that come to, to the court system. Build it as, as high as you can. The sky's the limit. Who gives a fuck how high, how high it goes? Yeah. They'd rather to, give a spot to You don't to have to put guy. any air in it. It's an open door, a parking lot. So you're not paying for air conditioning. There's no, you don't need anybody to maintain it. You put a garbage can on every floor. Somebody comes and cleans it once a day. There's an elevator that goes there. Maybe there's no elevator. It's just stairs. Fuck it. I actually had one of those one PP buckets say, you're embarrassing the police commissioner. I was like, you, you are brainwashed, man. How many days did they put you in a room and fucking have someone They're recite? That character from the movie, man. That, those are great <clears throat> scenes for, the, for a movie. Well, they started putting on the, back, on the back of the plaques areas where you, where you couldn't park. Yeah, yeah, like zones. Yeah, I, yeah, I was yeah. like, oh my God. So it was, and basically, you couldn't park anywhere. Right? Yeah, yeah, no park. But meanwhile, civilians if you look have at these there's like a red plaques. zone on the back of the plaque, <clears throat> yeah. and it says no parking anytime there. And then there's a green zone. It says no parking between the morning and the next morning. Right. <laughs> it's a yellow zone. Yeah. And meanwhile, cops were dropping off prisoners at Baxter Street, and they were getting their cars towed. Yeah, it was out. It was outrageous. It was outrageous. Yeah, one day. we came out. The car wasn't there. Some IAB bucket, you know, eating a cheese sandwich. Sees you park your car. They're bringing <laughs> bringing a, a prisoner up, and he's going to have it towed. Bureaucracy, bro. It's crazy, man. That's when you get political. All that stuff down there by the Puzzle Palace. It's all political. It's all. Oh my god. But yet, you know something. World. This mayor gave out an unbelievable amount of parking permits to the teachers' union. Uh huh. But he hates cops. Now they're going to try to make. The parking permits, an actual sticker like you have for your inspection or uh-huh. for your um, yeah. a reg- a registration, that's what they're going to have in, in, in 2001. Shit, I got to get a teacher's plaque. 2001? <laughs> yeah. I didn't get one of those. I didn't get a teacher's plaque. <clears throat> I don't know. That's it's the new thing to get. That's the new thing, to get. Yeah. The new thing to get right now. Yeah. And you'll see politicians have these plaques. Everybody has. You know? But, you know, cops, no, you're doing your job. No, sorry, you can't park illegally. You can't park in no standing. It's always tit for tat, man. Yeah. You turn your back on him when he walks into the hospital or whatever. What, what, what was he going that time? No, it was a funeral. Funeral. Two or three times they turned him back on Yeah. It was a funeral. And, and, and finally one day up. he woke up with a thought in his head. A light bulb went off. Oh, the parking plaques. We could screw him on that. Yeah, exactly. Touché. Yeah. He has a half a brain. That's the way it works. You know, you can always tell... How the the highest ranking officer when you go to a racket by where he parks 
I remember when we went to that place in the Bronx uh, near Throg's Neck. What was that place? They used to always have all the rackets. Ruther was parked on the sidewalk right in front of the Still entrance. Yeah, I was just like, yeah. he's making a statement. You know, I'm the big chief. I'm going to park. I'll park it's inside the show. There one night at that Philip Barone, there was a corrections department uh, function. Did they like you? They loved me, man. It was great. It was actually really, really good. And then I actually I, I met the um, the guy who was the head of the corrections officer. He he got locked up. That guy. He's a good guy too. That guy. Yeah, he I was forgot, great. I you should have heard his, his name. Uh, Raymond Spiel, was, um, Spielberg. Uh, I can't think of his name. Mm. Though. Good guy. He yeah. used to go into the three two squad. You should have heard the meaning well, that he was had. He, he was in corrections. Yeah, he was the head of it. He was a real nice guy oh. too. You should have heard him talking to his troops, man, cursing up a storm. We ain't going to do take this shit from nobody. Yeah, you know Fuck something, that. but they have an almost more dangerous job than the police now because they tied their hands worse than the police even. Yeah. Imagine being inside with those guys. I wouldn't want to do it. Oh, I wouldn't want to do it either, man. That's what I loved about warrants, man. You, you, you kick down a door, you grab a body, you drop them off. There was no printing. You weren't hanging, no hanging out with, out them, with yeah. them for 10 hours. Jeez. Correction's a tough, tough job, man. But, uh, you know, I guess... Sometimes you hang out with them so long that, like, when you see them again in the future, <laughs> you're like, yo, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> like, you feel like they're your boy. You haven't seen your boy in a long time. Ever have that happen to you? 12 hours together. On yeah. one, uh, you ever, have, you ever have that happen to you? Run into a perp on the street yeah, and you're time. locked up? Yeah, okay, no, yeah. man, you are all right. <laughs> yeah. I don't like you, but you're not that bad. <laughs> Especially if you kept going to, like, to the same location and picking people off. You'd, or you walk into a certain projects, and then you know, you kind of sort of knew where all the players were. <laughs> when I was in street crime, we were in the South one night, right? And it was this really horrendous welfare hotel. And like five guys are robbing two guys. And I pull up with uh, Frank Waters, and Frank... Introduces someone to his mag light, <laughs> right? uh-huh. and the guy's like, "Oh shit!" We, we locked up like five of them for robbery. Two days later, the same guy <laughs> is robbing someone on the same block and gets hit with the same mag light. <laughs> he was like, "Oh no!" You know, like Sounds a light familiar. bulb. Wait a minute. A light bulb went off in his head. He's like, "I remember that mag light." <laughs> I saw another cool weapon. Um, it's a flashlight now. It's like a mag light, but it's actually longer and thinner. And it's a, it's a weapon plus a flashlight. I I, um, I saved it on my Instagram. I want to get that. What's it called? Cool. Uh, couldn't tell you, man. Do all cops now in NYPD have a taser? I don't think so. It used to just be the sergeants, but I, Those I saw cool, a couple man. of cops with them recently. Tasing everyone should have. Everyone Listen, in Westchester has. Did you ever tase anybody? Yeah. No. It's yep. got to be fun, man. How can you imagine? <clears> I, I tasered one guy. In I don't my know if I want to do it. But I'd, I'd love to watch, like, actually, because I love watching the videos to be there and the be like, guy go ahead, go like ahead, like do a bluefish. Like, <laughs> but like, go ahead, Pat, do it, Pat, do it. Pat. Did you ever see the one in, uh, I think it was in LA, the ADP with the gas? Oh, my he God. Doused, he was naked. He, he doused himself with gas. And the cops came up. They were trying to mediate the situation. And the one cop uh, tasered him. He blew up. He right? blew up in, in flames. Oh, shit. You burn up. They don't tell you that in the class, huh? Don't tell somebody. <laughs> don't taser anyone if they douse themselves you see with that gas. Russian, uh, she's a Russian poker player, Instagram model. She died. <clears throat> she was blow drying her hair in bed. No, I missed that one. I'm serious. Is this a joke? No, it really happened. Blow drying her hair in bed? No, in the in a bath. I meant. Fuck. Oh, in a bed. That's, oh, oh, in the bathtub. In a bathtub. You gotta have a really high IQ to do that. In bed. <laughs> In a bathtub, yeah. How stupid is that? Unbelievable, man. That's the one. Thing, like, isn't that something? It's like someone like, wearing a cab driver's hat. It's like one of the, I, on a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> hey, this like, is a Kango. <laughs> Kangos, man. I never look good in a Kango. Well, the Kangos cost these days. Eh, like forty bucks. Everybody Did, used to wear them when I was a your, kid. Were you wearing yeah. the shield? Did those uh, the like glasses Kangos. have lenses. Yeah, the PBA. <laughs> When you because you used to wear the Kango with the uh, with the with the glasses the with no glasses. lenses, right? What, what were the gla- the glasses were called gargoyles, I think. When you bought that Kango, were you had your shield hanging out again uh-huh. for a reduction in price? <clears throat> oh my God! Jerry Cooney used to wear a Kango. What was that hat that you used to wear? Didn't you used to wear? Uh, oh, like the, what kind of hat? Yeah, you had a couple I hats, right? What that was man. I still have one. I don't know what's called. Talk about cool, an intimidating though. fucking. Can yeah. you imagine if oh, you're some door? Yeah, yeah, if you're some bucket like the way he says. <laughs> But you're just a regular cop there. You're fucking, you know who you're useless. If you're working <laughs> station house security at 1PP, parking cars for these people, you're useless. Let's be honest. You're doing it for the weekend. You're trying to off. make some extra coin. You're useless. And here you come, this fucking guy, man. You know, he's coming from the rough neighborhood. 
He's fucking investigating homicides. <laughs> what? Where the fuck is my car? He's yelling at you. You're getting yelled at all day. One deputy inspector, a female on top of it, oh, is yelling God. at you. I don't want anybody parking next to my car. That's the movie you got to make, man. That's that poor right. Fuck, That's... He gets on the police department and he becomes a parking lot attendant. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing as a cop? I'm a parking yeah, lot attendant. I had so much fun. Hey, there's though. a lot of guys hiding in the job like yeah. that, you know? Not only parking. Hey, how about the guys at the pound? Well, they use, they're usually there for a reason. Yeah, they got jammed up. But how about the guys in the ceremonial unit? That's this a great, guy's that's there a full, for that's a great unit. It's man. a full-time gig for everybody. But I'll tell you something. The they, they came to my father's funeral, uh, and I, no, they did a beautiful. fantastic they're second, job. <clears throat> they're second to none, them guys. No, they, they did a fantastic job, job. But just think of, like, the I know the lieutenant there was there for, like, 35 years or something. You know, one time I did a comedy for a sanitation thing, and... It was a bad mistake. First of all, because uh, they wanted uh, Mike DiStefano. May he rest in peace. He was a great comic. And um, so then it wasn't a paid gig either, I remember. It was like you doing were doing it, it for free? Yeah, it was like in Astoria. And um, it was for the sanitation worker. He died on duty. So I figured, oh. all right. My op they had a pipe band. And my opening joke was, um, you know how you can tell when somebody is playing the bag bagpipes wrong? When it sounds like music, <laughs> the whole place hated me immediately. They didn't like that joke. They fucking oh hated me. I took the wrong joke. time to do it. That's I love that joke. joke I still think it's funny, but I picked the wrong time to do it. Yeah. And it was all uh, uphill from there, basically. Did and you, that, did you get the crowd that, back on your side or no? You could never uh, get them back. Not lost, really. Not that much. They, they fucking hated me. Yeah. But my point is this. Never do anything for free because I would have felt better. I at least I got the money. Fuck it. Right. I still think that's a good joke. It is a good joke. I like that. It's true. If I you had, had my, somebody uh, on the bagpipes playing it, and it sounds sweet, you're like, that guy's horrible. I had my retirement party. I had, I had my retirement party in this room. I had my retirement party in this room, and I had bagpipes. It's so loud in the small. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. my God. It really does something. It touches your heart. Oh, it, it fucks yeah, you up. You get like, if you haven't cried yet, you're going to cry. Amazing Grace. Oh. No, they always play that song. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure the people who play the bagpipes are very happy with, with what you're that, doing that, right now. That rendition I gave, it wasn't high enough, but they know that song, though. And I had an Irish band called Jameson's Revenge played here. They were great. They were excellent, man. You know, here's another bombing story for Dropkick Murphys. You know them, right? They yeah, used they're to, good. They man. used to, right? They had this uh, Samuel Adams song. So my friend Tommy, he uh, he leaves New York, goes to uh, Vegas to clean up. Imagine that. How much sense does that make? But it worked out for him. Who leaves New York because you're partying too much? You need to clean up, and you go to Vegas. Oh but that's where he had family. He went. He wound up getting a job doing construction. And then after a couple of years of doing construction, it became like I guess what a delegate. For their union. Then he became like the... He just, he's the head of the freaking union now there. So he had me come to uh, Vegas once and, and do my... I'm, luckily, I'm, I'm even wearing a shirt today. 20 and 20 out, and out show for, uh, for their whole union. And it was great, man. It was an hour. I was in Vegas for three days. Everything. How was big just, was your audience? It was a couple of... It was probably a thousand people there. That's nice. Yeah. It, it was It was beautiful. It was beautiful. The money was great. And then he calls me up. And he goes, listen, we're doing something in Boston at the House of Blues. Uh, this one might be a little different. So I was like, all right, the money was going to be the same. And it's closer. I don't have to fly. to. I could just drive up to Boston. Yeah. It was a little different. Uh, they had me go up before the Dropkick Murphys. Oh, shit. And not only that, they were still filling the people in. And so they're, they're hammered. They're probably in. hammered too, right? It wasn't even <clears throat> hammered yet. People were still coming in off the street. The place holds 2,000 people. And by the time I was done with my half hour, because I had to do the whole half hour, and mind you, now, it was, I, there was nobody listening. Right. I was talking to myself for a half hour. And, um, and some people had the nerve when I got done, when I left the stage. They were like, hey, man, that was pretty good. I was like, you fuck, get the fuck. <laughs> you you actually right listen? But um, <clears throat> no, that was 2,000 people that weren't listening. And that was another thing with bagpipes. So I guess they paid me back. You got paid, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. That talk, one I got paid Talking for. to yourself. I get, but the bagpipes, my point is, they don't like when you talk bad about them. Nah. They paid me Bagpipers back. Bagpipers are serious about what they're doing, you know? Yeah, that and the accordion. The accordion. <laughs> the accordion, that's another weird instrument. Yeah, it's cool though, man. Yeah. Well, it's, it's like a keyboard. Like, where do you go to practice? I guess you got to go, where do you go to it's practice? It's the same thing as a piano keyboard. 
Like this guy, remember that guy that had that song Man Joan? He, he had that one song. Feels so good, Chuck. Yeah, Feel so good. That, that was a great song in the '70s, right? And supposedly he used to go practice on the bridge. Oh really? At night he'd take his trumpet, walk over the 59th Street Bridge, and start practicing. Or maybe it was the Chuck problem. Mangione. Yeah, and he I didn't cut a couple albums. That's right. Was when I I bought the car off him. I found some of his CDs in the club compartment. <laughs> I brought him into the office. I used to I, I used to I used oh to go. I used to play guitar. I used to go to uh, out to Long Island. We rent a rehearsal studio, and it was not quality music. But we taped it, and he tapes it. He's chilling, having everyone. He yeah. stole the tape out of my desk. Oh, that's great. <laughs> was, uh, I used to walk saying. around the office with the that's full right. box playing it. Everybody was dying. Was meant to embarrass he was me. like, give me that tape. Give me that tape. <laughs> Everyone's going, hey, I heard your tape. <laughs> was, it, was it any good? Oh, my God. <laughs> I was going through a lot of cotton. I was doing, oh my God. I was doing the, the tune. Who was where, better, him or Eric Clapton? I, I was doing that tune where you two goes, American bombers flying over <laughs> Afghanistan Were you as we charge five hundred dollars yeah. per ticket. Oh, it was funny. You were singing too. Huh? Yeah, I want to hear that. Too. I gotta get it. Where is it? You still have it? I don't have, it's locked in a vault somewhere. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> That is so. I will oh. die to see that. We got Abby, to Abby Normal Tape. <laughs> we got a website. You're gonna have to add that to the website. That's great. It's, 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 it's got to be on. That's there. what I used to say to Joe the Lip. I used to say the Lip always had problems with his ears, problems with everything. I used to say, "You sure they didn't give you that Abby Normal brain <laughs> from Young Frankenstein? Oh, you ever yeah. see that? Yeah, 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 yeah. Get me the brain, and he Walk brings it in. Way. It was someone's. It was someone's brain named Abby Normal. He goes, "It's uh, abnormal. Do not use." I, that's the funniest. I love that one, man. Yeah, I didn't walk this way. Remember when he goes walk this way and he's got the hump on his back and the yeah, other yeah, guy bends yeah. over and starts walking the same way too. That's great, man. You know, that's the great thing when cops play those pranks like that. That was beautiful. I had I chased a perp once and then got caught on the uh, on the camera and they had a plane for me. And this guy was a murder suspect. I was driving uh, this guy at work with down to court and I had nothing to do with the case. I was going to drive. And uh, the guy took off. So, and here's the thing: you spend your whole day working out. What guy training. took off? The the the, the suspect. Out of the back of the car? No, he was walking. We were walking him to oh. the car. I bent over to put the keys in, and um, he must have kicked me in the back of the leg. But he already broke free from uh, my partner. And uh, I came up lame. Like, you know, you work out every day. You're training every day for this eventual thing this, that's going <laughs> to happen fight one never day. Happens. God forbid it ever happens. And as soon as I take our three strides in, I blow my hamstring out. Wow. Peels off my, uh, I had a, I was, yeah. yeah. And so I'm running. I'm holding on to my hamstring. I'm still running. I'm like kind of sort of holding on to the fence. Remember we went there? Yeah, yeah, we block? told that story that time. <laughs> yeah. Did you get, you get the guy? Uh, they got him up. Uh, we put it over the radio, and they got him. So who who caught the rip? You or your partner? We didn't. He, we got him. So uh, he, he, still he was rip? just taking an exercise yeah, run. Yeah, but he put it over the air. Well, yeah, I think he, yeah, one line of duty. So it must have. So go over the air. Someone's catching a rip, right? Yeah. yeah, I forget how we put it over the air, but it wasn't like that obvious. It wasn't like uh, we lost a purpose, something like that. It's this. amazing, no matter what the circumstances were, at least under Commissioner Kelly, he wanted the detective or the cops suspended. Yeah, we didn't get suspended. Uh, like that, that was like a 10-day hit, too. Thank God we caught him, too. But. A lost prisoner's 10-day hit. But that, that, that videotape, that was my point, that videotape that was collected about the incident was running on a loop when I came back from line of duty on everybody's computer. <laughs> <laughs> Me of you coming up, up lame. Yeah, pulling up lame, oh holding onto the fence, like just looking like a. a you big should play that before shit. your shows. 20 and out. So, what'd you get on that? What'd you get about four months off on the couch? I got nine weeks. Everything nice. I did, I got nine weeks. Nice. There's a chart there. It had to be. It was always nine weeks. I tore this by. Did you put the brace on when you went to the district surgeon every week? or? I, had, uh, I didn't have a brace for that. I didn't have a brace for that. But the funny thing was. Yeah, I had to go down there and I had to take pictures. So now it's like uh, you go to this office downtown and you got to get basically take off your pants. And uh, those pictures I got in a folder somewhere. My leg was black and blue from wow. uh, from below a little bit below my calf all the way so up. So you didn't to my get ass. a cast? No, it was no. It cast. Just heals by itself. Yeah. Huh. 
It was bad. It popped. Wow. There's no way to. You ever get called for um, a dole test at Lefrick City? Yeah, all the time. I used to work with somebody that they were looking at. So we got called like every six So you got, you got, oh, so yeah, you, you weren't getting randomly. You were getting targeted. Well, they said it was random. random that's, that's bullshit. It's never random. I wonder if chiefs ever get called in. I think I they know. ever get called in a random. I bet you they never get called. Probably not. Well, Terrible. that was what that one steroid chief. There was one guy, he had his father was a chief. I used to work with him in the task force. He got called to Dole. And then, um, they weren't really going for him. They were going for another guy with a middle initial. They had the same names, different middle initial. And he didn't show up. So then it became a big thing because he didn't show up. Yeah, because they, they weren't even looking him. for him. So then they went to, they, they still wanted him to dole now. It was like, why, you know, suspicion. Now. Right. And then he got fired. So he was dirty. Yeah, he didn't. He didn't get, I don't think he, he never showed up. Either way, you got fired. What was the guy's name that used to watch you urinate in a cup over there? <laughs> I don't know. I never got that close to him. <laughs> Wasn't it Skippy? No, Skippy was the guy from the um, the final medical. He called every word he said. He was Skippy. check your Earl and all that like, when you went hey, over. Hey, 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 <laughs> he'd be like, hey, Skippy, go to the back of the line, Skippy. You remember him? Right? Yeah, no. Nah. Oh, but you know what? You're talking about horrible jobs. I mean, we're talking oh, about the parking lot <laughs> attendant, right? I oh, think Skippy. he was a sergeant. Like, no, no, Skippy was a cop, man. How does it get worse than that? What do you do in the police department? <laughs> I watch other guys take a piss. <laughs> Oh, and I got called. How about the guy who shaves your legs? That yeah. I, that's what happened to me. I got called in for the dole test. It was a random dole, and they just switched to hair. So I walk in, and again, I'm very cocky and arrogant, you know. And I said, "I'm Sergeant Cannon uh, from the North walk? Homicide Squad." I parked in the illegal <laughs> spot at one PP and took a and took a cab. Uh, and the guy goes, uh, "I said, what do I have to do?" They go, uh, "We're taking hair." I go. I go, all right, what do I got to do? So this skippy-looking guy, right? <laughs> who's a, he's, a, he's, a, he's a bucket, but he's a nurse, too. Uh-uh. So he's using his nursing degree to shave legs, right? So he, <laughs> <laughs> they needed that level of expertise. And he's on a job, this guy? Yeah, yeah. Oh he's a God. detective. Oh. He's a detective, right? So they put my leg down, down on this table, and Skippy, you are bu- the bucket, is shaving my legs. And I look at him, you know, because he's a detective and I'm a sergeant, and I said, you enjoying your fucking job? <laughs> He did not like that at all, you know? I remember and, one time I went there, and <laughs> the whole room was full of guys. They used to go there, and they used to milk it for overtime. Right, right. They the whole say, room, guys pee. hanging out. Oh, I can't pee yet. I can't pee. All right, have another glass of water. These guys <laughs> were there like five hours overtime. Five. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to get six hours out of this motherfucker, but I really have to piss now. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, play man. that game drinking beers. Oh man! <laughs> See who can get the most overtime. <laughs> well, it's funny, but like even with a a podcast like this, cer- certain older people they can't make it the full fucking hour or, or two hours because they have to hit the fucking head, right? Detective Pat, man, he, you know, he's strong, man. He's struggling right now. No, I got a lot of compassion. He's drinking all that beer. Look at that Brooklyn s- lager. He, not only does he have that sexy voice, now the girls can see he's got that handsome face. Oh, oh, he can God. also hold his pee for two hours. Detective Pat, I was so <laughs> enamored with you until I saw oh, the video. My God. Now I want to have your child. <laughs> You're going to get a lot of uh, new friends Pat. I can't tell you how many people came with me with, I really like that guy, Detective Pat. When are you having him on again? Yeah, but I can't match up with any of the heroes you guys had on. <laughs> you guys had all these heroes on you here. Know, I'm, a, I'm not a hero, you know. first grader. <laughs> yeah, but, you know. I'm in, I'm in the awe. I can't match Dan Bibb's stories, Listen, Kennedy, just, O'Keefe. I can't just, match them, just guys, your nav- Just your naval experience <laughs> is enough. I'm a, I'm a, I, swear, I swear to abide by... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, we had we had to. some superstars on this show. We really did. We Eddie, had a, a I saw Eddie the other night. I was doing a security gig. I watched this. Eddie Taki. Yeah, he watched, had a good episode. Watch Armors. Yeah. Armors is pretty cool. Yeah, I was actually in the uh, school. I was doing security at that Graham school. She mentioned it. Uh huh. I do security over there once in a while. Wow. And I was listening to it, and I was like, "Holy shit!" She just mentioned the school. The signs right in front where no I was. Uh-huh. Black tie runs that security company. But What's uh, the name of it. <clears throat> The black tie security. Black tie, company? Yeah. So what do you do? You sit in the car? 
Well, in that one, there's a booth out front. You're sitting there. It's like 30 an hour. Let me ask you something. Do you have to park cars? No, no, no. <laughs> how much? Uh, how would you? How would you like it if uh, <laughs> I showed up? Cannon pulls up you at your post. <laughs> he parks right in front of your booth. We don't fuck around. Like, hey, no guy, you can't park there. Like, fuck <laughs> you. You know who I am? I used to be a sergeant. But we don't fuck around. We got a boot. We boot the car right away. What kind know? of what kind of weaponry you carry? Yeah, but then he's gonna come security. back. Then he's gonna come back. And he's, he's gonna, gonna come back. You. But the time he comes back, I got the car on the hook. It's are you, gone. Are you are you uh, <laughs> packing like an AK or an AR-15? No, I'm packing the 380. 380. Holy yeah, shit! Yeah, I go small. You go. <laughs> <laughs> Pocket gun, you know. Do, do you how many yeah. how many rounds you carrying? Like boxes Seven. of ammo, just in case. I just bought a 45 though. It's nice. Yeah. Wow. That's too big, heavy. That's too heavy to rounds, carry, man. though, right? Yeah, it's kind of heavy. And how many are in the clip for a 45? Uh, what's you got? 15, something like that. 15, but that's law enforcement, man. With. You can't carry that anymore. You're well, a civilian. That's not a kind of gun you carry. Oh, wait a minute. No. kind of gun you come out of you're your still house a, with. You're still a part-time rent cop right? Yeah. I still got my two-inch 38 from when I came on the job. I got mine. That's the most reliable gun yeah, there is. A Smith I that a lot. Chief. That's the most reliable gun there is. I you still got your guns? people with that. Yeah. <laughs> you carry it all or? No. No? They're locked away in the safe. Actually, I got burglarized, uh, and uh, the safe went, and the fucking things are up in court right now. Oh, it recently it happened? Uh, about a year ago. You remember that burglary on 109th Street and 1st Avenue? The guys, the perps were like on the 15th floor, and they couldn't get the safe open, so they threw it out the window, and it went down on the avenue, and, and it split open, and then they, they were robbing each other down there. <laughs> <laughs> of the shit that was in the safe. There was a gun in there. There was a whole bunch of money. And people were robbing each other, fighting over the so proceeds. So the thing cracked open. Yeah. Wow. And the guy that threw it out, well, for the uh, terrorists, he didn't get anything. He got down there too late. Hey. Everything was gone already. Yeah, but imagine if that hit somebody in the head. It was like a 100-pound oh. safe. I remember years ago when I was <clears> at that crime, these, these fucking, this cock diesel guy was going over by these phones, you know? And we're like, what's this guy doing? He had a crowbar, and he was crowbarring the phones off, you know, to get it, rip it right off the thing. And then they they were taking it uptown to Harlem to an abandoned building, like you said, and throwing it off the building right. to get all the change out of it. Yeah, I would imagine that's what they did with my safe. That was like the guy that, with the uh, pickup truck. He wrapped the chain around the ATM in front of the bodega, and he's yanking the fucking thing out, right? Uh-huh. And he yanked his whole bumper off, off of the fucking truck, <laughs> and he fled. <laughs> That's yeah. the gang that the couldn't The was there with the plate with on the, it. <laughs> even the bucket could make a collar That's on right. that. Even the, guy, even, even the guy from 1PP could have found him. Yeah. <laughs> oh, All right, God. that's a great way to wrap up this first episode with Detective Hey, Pat. this was a funny fucking oh, show, man. I can't even believe it. It's awesome. Uh, we'll be back with part two shortly. We're going to refresh our tea here. You going to get another water, Detective Pat? Yes, sir. All right, you got to... I'm getting a cocktail we'll this time. I'm going to put the squeeze on some of that kettle one over there. <laughs> I'm fucking... Listen, if you want to hit me, I'll fucking hit it together. It'll be a different show. Oh, my God. All right, we'll be back, man. Part two. Uh, That's pretty fun. fucking funny, man. <laughs> Thank you.